Hello and welcome to the final episode of the LV426 Degrees of Alien. I'm your host, Andrew, joined as always by Jason. Hello, Jason. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I'm sure that's some country song that they say. It's in not a country song. It's Boys to Men from the <laughs> 90s. I'm sorry. I it am so the sorry to the Boys to Men that I. I mean, I probably made it sound that way because I probably made that very white, but <laughs> it out of tune. But, you know, I felt it in my soul, you know, as long as you felt it in your soul. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a little history. I don't think we've ever actually got to this on the actual podcast itself when we've been chatting, but I had a stroke two years ago. And my energy levels are just like up and down, and like the the like the amount of consistency I'm able to do, especially in the winter, is like is not is not good. It's like <laughs> it seems like every other day I'm waking up and I'm like, oh god, I have to interact, I have to do anything. So my energy levels already super duper low. Uh, and you know, one of the things, uh, I am now on a uh, long-term disability and then I'm going to combine it with something called CPP disability in Canada, AKA life's about to be more complicated because of taxes, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's a minor stressor for me, uh, obviously, but <laughs> it's not something I just finished my application for that. So I won't even have to deal with the ramifications of that for like nine months because that's how long it takes for anything to move in this country but uh, i mean at least you have things in your country yeah no at least well (laughs) you know the the reality of the situation is if i was in america i would still be paying the debt from my illness (laughs) and (laughs) And you'd be sleeping on the street you know what i mean (laughs) yeah probably probably (laughs) me and jughead jughead would be my you'd be be sleeping in the projection booth at the (laughs) drive-in over here yeah, pretty much. With Jughead Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. And uh, unfortunately, the reality of the situation is that I don't feel like that I can upkeep a podcast with some of my other things that I, that I want to be doing. Mm. So first off, this is not really my end of podcasting because, uh, Jason, you have the wonderful show Electric Terror. Yes. Yeah. Which has also been, you know, a little, you know, we've had, we've had a little bit of hiccups. That's going to be coming out really soon. We're recording this week again. We're going to be doing an end of year list. We talk about a whole bunch of, we, we typically talk about anthology horror on that show, but we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. We have Sophie on that show, the amazing Sophie, where I explain and things Luke on the, as well. And well, no, I was going to get to Luke, but oh, uh, with Sophie, I, Andrew hasn't been on the show since we started doing this, but um, we have a segment where I am, I'm a very old person. If, if you're watching this on video, you can see it clearly. But I am a very old person, and Sophie's not, and I explain things that are happening on the internet to her. Which is funny because Sophie is, I think, like a year or two older than I am. <laughs> well, uh, but here's the thing. She has a life. Sophie is cool, and <laughs> she does things. Uh, <laughs> So like everyone's except me would be like, I don't know, this very obvious internet topic. And I'll be like okay, so last so... episode I explained to her who the liver king was. Um and next week we'll be discussing <laughs> the uh the, the Andrew Tate debacle. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Look, I don't know much about this. All I know is that Greta Thornburg took him down. And well, that's sort of, sort of. There's a lot of mythos to this. There's a lot of stuff. You know, we're, we're getting deep. So if you're into the, if you're into internet culture, we do that. Then we also talk about, you know, anthology horror. We're talking about our real monsters this week. We also have Luke, who's a longtime horror writer, um, always has great insight on horror stuff. Um, we're going to do our end of year, which Andrew, I'm sure you're going to be on um, yes, our best yes. of horror for last year. So lots going on there. You can find that in your pod feed probably by the time this episode actually comes out. You know, the first three episodes will be out. So um, and that's a return for us. That's a return for us. We've we've done this show for a while and are returning to it. We did it on a Patreon on a uh, another show, a more po- a very popular uh, show for their Patreon, a show that shall not be named. And, you know, we've taken it. We've taken it back. We're taking it to the streets. And, um, you know, that that first three episodes, you, I will appear on, like, what? I think I've done, like, two. one or two of them. You two, two of them. Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the just the reality uh, is is that it's just, like, with everything going on, with running a podcast, with running a YouTube mm. channel. Yeah. Again, again, it's not for, like, a normal person who has, like, a normal brain. One, it can be stressful either way right like that could already be stressful just as a normal person but my brain don't work so well well, let's be clear nobody who's involved in any of this has a normal fucking brain or they wouldn't be talking about warhammer 40k (laughs) on i'm a 40 year old man talking about warhammer 40k listen listen you're not talking about evening (laughs) so i'm not gonna you know what i mean like with a, with a very drunk no. man. With a... <laughs> I don't even have that excuse. You, you know, know, you do not have that excuse. You're actually, <laughs> you know, this is less a conversation and me converting you to the holy relics of 40K. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, but the, 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 the reality is doing this podcast and then, you know, I've just been sporadically on that. I've missed multiple episodes of Electric Terror. Yeah, and... it's fine. Well, it is it is fine, fine, but I also, you know, it's it's a thing that I think that for podcasting, I think that's probably where my future of podcasting is, in that like, you know, Jason does all the hard hard work on that podcast, right? Like he he plans it, he he starts scheduling it, he edits it, he does like all the actual hard work that is just very hard for me to upkeep, sure. like mentally, right? So I I think that's one of the reasons why. This podcast is ending now again maybe this podcast in the future maybe like five six months from now i might be like okay maybe this is just a seasonal podcast that's a potential maybe we come back when that alien show kicks off and we talk about that for an episode or yeah yeah Yeah, you know who knows knows? you know know, i i wouldn't say this podcast is going to be permanently dead i would just say winter for me is a bad time like winter is just a bad time for me to be alive right now so <laughs> it is a very difficult for me and in canada winters last a long time yeah especially where uh, i'm at like in fairness it's... it's a bad time for all of us to be alive to be honest <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong it is yes but uh yeah it's just uh you know it just takes a lot out of me the winter the weather changes the constant you know, fluctuations of pressure acting upon my poor little brain uh, just takes a lot out of me. So, you know, this podcast 
might become a seasonal podcast in the future. I actually think that's probably likely. It's probably likely that when the summer hits and I'm feeling a little bit better because the weather is a little bit more consistent, we might do something, but uh, no guarantees. But yeah, that's just a, a little bit of background as to why this podcast would. I, I, would I'm sure all three people who listen to this hey. to try to learn English in Peru <laughs> are weeping in there. Oh, there are 20. There are 20. Okay, like, well, we, we get We get about 20 regular listeners. Uh, bless your hearts. Uh, thank you so much for the support and uh, just, you know, <laughs> listening. I do hear from some of you. Uh, Danny, for one, Danny mm-hmm. listens and Danny is friend a, of the show, a, a sweet, sweet man, a friend yes. of the show. Uh, a sweet, sweet man. So I'll plug his show too. Uh, you know, Thor's Thor's Hour Hour of Thunder. You know, we've both oh, been on a bunch of times. You know, or have um, I been on? I believe a man named Mister Guillotine has been on. But uh, I well, know. I don't know. I that I, I go by a different name every single time. You know, but uh, you know, know the, yeah, it's yeah. You know, I've been <laughs> but, there. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very fun podcast. So uh, if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I like hearing bullshit, you probably would like that podcast. So. Sure. <laughs> That's kind of our vibe. Speaking of bullshit, can yes. I bring up a topic we didn't plan for? I figured yes, since please. this is the last episode potentially of this show, I figured why not try to end our friendship as well. So, uh, <laughs> I oh, re- what, what are we going to get? The best moments in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk about a little movie called Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, bitch, you hate Jurassic World Dominion? <laughs> That's what you're coming at me with? You're coming at me with you hate Jurassic Park. If you're, World watching, if you're watching a video, I have a giant Jurassic Park poster on my wall. I'm a huge fan. Uh-huh. Andrew, I talked a lot about I just want I just want to set the tone that I am a huge fan of Jurassic Park. I'm a huge fan of Jurassic World, even. Um Wait, I, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not I'm a huge full fan. stop. Huge full fan. stop. You're a huge fan of Jurassic World. Yeah, uh-huh. it's fucking it's fun. All right. Jurassic Park 3 is fun. You know, okay. it's fun. Alan talks to a fucking raptor. Everyone loves that shit. Alan, you know what I mean? Alan, I <laughs> yeah. love Jurassic Park 3, by yeah, the way. It's I great. just think it's for fun. me, when I'm ranking Jurassic Park movies, just before you get into this, this is a minor, like, we're just going to Oh, go here, we go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic Park The Lost World. Yeah, okay. Uh, Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> Domil- Dominion, and then Jurassic World. I don't like Jurassic World. No, Jurassic World's dog shit. Okay, okay. So um, I think I was operating under the illusion that you think this is a fucking great movie. So uh, <laughs> I think this is a fun and stupid movie. Okay, I don't think it's fun or stupid. Um, oh, I think it's stupid, but I don't think it's that fun. Like, we're chasing bugs. We're yeah, fucking... It's yeah, cool. It's, we no, got it's not cool. It's not oh, you cool. Don't like, you don't it's like... Oh, you don't like... Oh, we want to let people like... Oh, the locusts are here. You don't like the locusts? No, fuck the locusts. Why are we even doing... What, what is BD Wong doing with locusts anyway? Is this no, cool. It's cool. It's, it's, it's not. Cool Ga- ladies giant, and gentlemen... They're giant locusts. Last year, okay, the blockbusters were real bad. Okay. I'm just going to say I, that. I, I don't disagree. Jurassic Park Dominion <laughs> was fucking bad. Um, we we are wasting time. We're wasting beautiful Sam Neill. That man looks like a fucking god in that movie. He is he, that beard. Yeah, I don't know. Woo! Like, man, like the thing about Sam Neill I is wish that, I like, looked. I wish I looked that good now. Forget about what I'm his age. Yeah, well, yeah, for one. Yeah. yeah I mean, two, Jesus. The, the, the thing about Sam Neill is that he always kind of the tries best. to play it like I'm like a 
I'm a rugged farmer and I do not care about these things. Yeah, but I, the thing is, when you, you keep look fucking at the man, coming you're back. Like, you're not you're not a rugged farmer, you're a hot man. That's what you are. <laughs> but like, he is also he, a rugged farmer. He, he is also legitimately a rugged farmer. So he's <laughs> you're doing right. It. He's I think living that best, life. I think his best friend is a pig, but that yeah, is like a fuck complete... yeah. Who fuck him and Nick Cage in the movie Pig are the two people who are best friends of Pig. One, have they ever appeared in a, mo a movie together? I don't no, think so. No, I doubt it. I don't think a movie could handle. I mean, it, you have right? Laura Dern wasted in that movie. That's like I think what. what? She's not them. wasted. She's, she's like a, wasted. a total milf. Like, of course, Brian, she's gorgeous. She's brilliant. Brian, I just Brian, think uh, those, those three are just wasted in that movie. They're fucking sleeping through that movie. Oh, barely I don't, in it. It's like I, I don't think they're in a waste. Okay, fair. Uh, no, that's my opinion. opinion. That's my no, opinion. no, no. That's fair. I told you I was going to end our friendship. The... No, no, no. <laughs> to, to end our friendship, you'd have to. I don't know. There's many things you could do. But I'd have this to, is not one of them. Yeah, I'd have to. I don't know. Light a cat on fire on stream or something. <laughs> have to do that. Yes. Um, yes. And I would yes, never do Jason. that. I would never yes, do Jason. that. Jason, that would, would end that. our friendship. I would never case. do that. Anyone would... watching is wondering. Yes, that would end our friendship. Yeah, Jason fair. And then you'd be correct. Out. And you'd be correct. Um, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> In fact, I would have to take a flight and personally take you out. <laughs> like that would be like it would be like my mission. I'd be like, all right, I gotta. I there, put him you know, I'm not the first person to mention this, right? I mean, but they need to fucking kill people in these Jurassic World movies. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> come on. I, I think, no, they I get think... on the helicopter, and there's approximately 54 people at the helicopter on the helicopter at the end of that movie. They can't even fit everyone on the fucking in the frame. There's like, like three people like hanging off of yeah. the, like, the rails. Like... Damn, Neil's sitting in Chris Pratt's lap, and fucking I don't know what's going on, right? And Chris Pratt. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though, is I think that um, history will prove that you are right. I think that I think the 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 only thing I will say is that history will prove you are right. <laughs> is that I have seen more people who I normally agree with take the stance that you have rather than the stance I did. Well, that's think, that's not I always think... a good indication, though, right? Because everybody in their dog thought that Top Gun Maverick was the best movie of the year, and oh, people... critics critics I love. And Top Gun Maverick, the first quarter of that movie is just fucking photographs of the first movie. People, I, I have not it seen sucks. Top Gun Maverick. It sucks. I, know, I, know, I don't want to get like, legitimately that, but... would jump on a grenade for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> well, that's what they want. That's the whole point of that movie is to get people to jump on grenades. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know it's pro-military. I know it's pro-U.S. military. I know in my soul. It's just, I've never been... I. Yeah, and we'll. I'll talk more about this in the next Electric Terror. So if you're interested in me and hating, hate listening to me shit on Top Gun Maverick, you can listen to the next Electric Terror. So I don't want to get into all that here and derail things completely. I think it sucks. All right, you I know just, we you just didn't enjoy. You just didn't enjoy. It. So okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing to talk about. Or Jurassic World. Today. I think it sucks. Jurassic World. I, but I agree. Jurassic drugs, World but... is the problem because the Jurassic World is 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 um is case zero for the problem with jurassic world dominion so i think i i fair i'm fine with that ranking to be honest with you because i think 
Jurassic, the problem is we're introducing fucking dinosaur pets like it's a Saturday morning cartoon. And you're introducing fucking Chris Pratt with his stupid hands in the air and all yeah. that dumb shit. And I'm yeah. like, this, I'm yeah. watching Camp Cretaceous with my daughter who loves that show. And that show is more mature than the shit that's going on in the Jurassic World films. Like, <laughs> like, I like Camp Cretaceous, so we're not going to shit on I'm Camp I'm not shitting on it. I'm being honest. It's no, more I know. mature than the shit that's going on in Jurassic World. There's so, a dinosaur pet in Dr- Camp Cretaceous, but it's just like a dumb dinosaur that's following him around for food. Instead so, of Blue, who's like got a personality, tap dancing, wearing a top hat, or whatever the fuck Jason, that dinosaur is doing. Jason, Jason. You know? I think this all comes back. Let's go back in the, the past to... Our church Jurassic Park episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. I enjoy Son of Kong. You don't, right? I think Son of Kong is more fun. Well, than yes, anything but that's, that's not. That's not. But that's. I not don't what hate. I'm talking about. I don't hate Son of Kong. You don't. You did not say. like Son of Kong. No, right? as much as you. But the problem with Son of Kong is the the is. Is the male protagonist of that movie? Right. <laughs> is but 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 problem. like the the tone of Son of Kong, like it's stupid. I, I yeah. Think, yeah. I think yeah. that if you watch Son of Kong and you watch Jurassic World Dominion, I think that's probably like a good. If you like Son of Kong, you might like Jurassic World Dominion. Is what I. But think. I love stupid movies. Like I'm not against. Stupid I know, movies. but you I don't talked for like Son of approximately Kong? eight and a half hours about Stone Cold on this very fucking podcast. Yeah, but okay, but Stone Cold is a very different move see like the way that i so i think probably like you know people who who only listen to this podcast and don't follow me on other places might not know this but my brain is broken because i read a lot of trashy books like i read like trash and i think that probably played into why i like jurassic world dominion because uh is is one trashy ass. But you, but uh, yeah, but I think I think that framing seems to indicate that I don't love trash and I love trash. I love the last dinosaur. You know? I love <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> I love uh, Wait a minute, sorry. I, I I just realized the fact I was about to say you like Last Dinosaur more than Direct World Dominion. Yes. But yes. then but then as I said that I realized, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Is there Maston thrust in this fucking movie? No, I don't think there is. There's not. There's not. There's it's no Maston. If 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 Chris I Pratt not... was replaced with Maston thrust, now that would matter. See, the thing is, the thing is, I now really... you have a movie. Now you have a I... film. Sorry, I, go ahead. I, th- I feel like I need to rewatch Jurassic World Dominion for the sheer fact of like I think that just seeing the characters that I love. I love just made those the characters. Difference. I, love I know characters. you love those characters as well, so but much. like. I think that like I adopted half my personality from Alan Grant. Like, I think that's <laughs> yes, like, Alan Grant's great. Who doesn't love Alan is, Grant? Alan Grant's he great. Is. And I think that just seeing him there made the difference. I can right? see, yeah, yeah, but it, in that regard, I would have to say this is your Marvel universe. Yes. No, I'm not lying. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> look, 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 look. I'm not pretending like that I am better than <laughs> the fact that there are a Marvel universe for me and it's Jurassic World. Okay, so that's fair. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That is me that is me though. Like yeah. I think the fact that like, you yeah. know, Sam Neill's there like tasting coffees and I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. I'm in. And the fact is, you're not wrong. I think the I think when I was when I was saying that history will prove you right, that was well, that um... was not a that was not a joke. That was a... <laughs> 
I think I'm I mean, just like very successful. I don't think anyone's litigating fucking Jurassic World Dominion in like five years. I don't think anyone's even. I will say this: at least Jeff Goldblum's in this movie and not just like a bookend where he attends Congress <laughs> and then leaves. Oh God, God, that was so bad. <laughs> See, that's. I think I think I do think that uh, like Fallen Kingdom is better. Yeah, marginally. But, yes, I agree. Yeah, I, yes. I know people don't like that movie either, but like, I think that movie is actually fun. I, I have a real problem too when you start inventing dinosaurs, right? I I just have a problem with that. I don't like it. Bring real dinosaurs. Uh, I get you, the. You did just speak positively about Camp Cretaceous from Camp Cretaceous. Well, yeah, I know that, but that's a kids' it. show that it's not. Well, that's already <laughs> introduced into the universe by the time you get into Camp Cretaceous. So I'm not like knocking. You know, I'm not going to be like, fuck the real Ghostbusters because Slimer's just hanging out and talk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's a. I will because I don't trust Slimer. I don't trust Slimer. I don't trust him. No, you shouldn't trust John Belushi alive or dead. Um. (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay, so let's go into one of the last (laughs) things I was going to ask you before we get into the topic. I want you to go off on some of the movies that you watched for this film, but you didn't get a chance to talk about. I think we only talked... I only went and saw Robo Wars and Dark Angel. What did you think about... So, you know, Dark Angel and Robo War, two, two films of, I would say, almost like the, the opposite in terms of, of quality... I would say, although they might be more intertwined than one would think. Uh, I would say if you were just to ask me, I would say Dark Angel is a better film. Uh, Rubber War is more fun to watch. I um, would agree with one of those two things. I'll start with Robo War, I guess. Uh Yes, that that was that was uh, you know as far as continuity goes, that was the that was like one of the original. And I think it just makes sense to, to talk about because we're talking about trash, right? And we we're talking about uh, yeah. and previously covered not on this podcast, but uh, direct both of these directors we've covered on various podcasts, right? Bruno Matai is director of Cruel Cru- Jaws, isn't he? <laughs> You're so right. No, that that actually. That level of uh, information makes actually so much sense that uh, it's it's concerning because yeah, Cruel Jaws basically rips off various well, so she, sequels she, to the Jaws. It has more of a thing to. So to here's the thing, War, which only Cruel Jaws, a very stupid movie. I find that movie incredibly entertaining from beginning to end. There's a lot of weird shit in it. Right. Um. Right. There's a lot of weird sexual shit in it that i don't know what's going on in it and it's very awkward uh, there's a lot of weird 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 shit going on in that movie but it's so different from jaws that like i uh can appreciate it for its itself and i can watch it and not actually think about jaws really and compare it so here's the thing that i have to ask you did you watch Jaws three? Have you? When was the last time you watched? When well, we did 3? our Jaws uh, retrospective for what podcast was that? We did the Jaws every Jaws episode. I came from the page, maybe. And okay, so you you had seen Jaws three recently before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, I watched Cruel Jaws last, so I watched all four and then Cruel Jaws. I watched Cruel. I have some okay, questions for you. 
but there but that's fine one is that literally seen some cruel jaws are ripped off from yeah 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 no no i'm not saying cruel jaws isn't using footage from other jaws films or anything like that i just the shit that goes on with like the mafia that they introduced that's from the jaws book and like the weird shit that's going on in it really allows and the fact that hulk hogan ripoff is like the star (laughs) and there's like that whole like i don't and i may be misremembering it because like it's been a little while since i've seen cruel jaws but there's like a whole like seal pet or like dolphin or something yes oh yeah oh yeah there's always there is a seal pet (laughs) so there's all it's so funny because you know just to set the scene for people who don't know the episode of Cruel Jaws came out right after I had, and I stroke. I don't think so. I watched on that episode. I ran that episode completely with Kelly. No, yeah, you were not on. I, mm-hmm. I was not on that episode. I I don't know if I've ever actually listened it's to fine. that episode. Um, you and you and everyone else. Know I think. <laughs> I think at the time it was literally like I was in the hospital bed and I said I just pressed published like right like I was I was in a hospital bed <laughs> let's come yeah, yeah, yeah. slack but <laughs> but uh yeah it's I watched that film I think it was one of the last films I watched <laughs> you you think stroke. Jaws is to blame uh, I was what? Oh, oh. no 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 I was watching a camera <laughs> movie when I had the stroke so uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gamera versus VRS or Gamera Destroy All Monsters uh, was another title. Uh, oh, I think it's Destroy All Planets is the American title. Either way, I was in the middle of that with commentary when I had the stroke. Got it. So, I think if anyone if anyone uh, gets the blame, it's uh, Gamera. The that's like your journal. That's your ring. Uh, video. And also, you know what I mean. <laughs> that is my ring video. But let me tell you. The minute I got home, nice. I yes, Gamera. Cl- <laughs> that was the first thing I was in. I was in like three weeks of hospital, and the first thing I did when I got home was finish the Gamera movie I was watching when I had the. Trip. You hit play on that video, and Gamera called you on the phone. It was like twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm taking all my. I'm taking all the twenty minutes. I'm doing it as much as I can. Um. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So you hate no, Rebel no, no. I'm contextualizing this to say, Cruel Jaws is enough difference from Jaws that it doesn't remind me. I'm not thinking of Jaws when I'm watching Cruel Jaws. I'm just laughing. Robo Wars is Predator until the end. Like it is. I might as well be watching Predator. You're... Like why not just watch Predator at that point? That's the only. That's my like the whole. You're not wrong. See, the thing is, I find it so funny that someone is ripping off Predator, but doing like an inept version of it. That like I like Rubber War. Like, well, but here's lot. the interesting thing too. It <laughs> does really... the see the shot for shot fight in the gorilla, you know, encampment from Predator, right? Which was <laughs> so much which us. was directed the second unit director by Craig Bexley, the director of Icom and Bees. You are you are Fucking a hero nuts. there. Uh, well, I'm not going to let you 100% remove um, more talk about Rubber no, War no. because I just want to say, no, 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 stay on target. Oh, God, stay I want to. Target, which is the only thing <laughs> the robot says. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, okay, so 
this might be a, this is a deep cut, but if you've ever seen the DVD cover, like the discount DVD cover for Predator, I like have no Predator. It's like this like pixel the it's like this pixelated version of like uh like a, a target outline, but you see like Dutch there, and Dutch looks clear, but everything else looks like super pixelated and like bad. That is what like every shot of the like the Robo War. It looks so bad. It's so bad. It's like basically unwatchable. And uh, Robo War is one of those films that I I bought when so right after I had the stroke, I had a gallbladder emergency, and uh, so my gallbladder was blocked up. Before they could remove it, they put me on a whole bunch of pain meds, and they put me in a hospital yeah. bed. They put me in a hospital bed um, the day of Black Friday. Wow, my bank statements were wild the next day. Uh, and let's just say, what? well, because it's Black Friday, uh, Severin Films, who put out Grobo War as like a Blu-ray and DVD, I spent $200 nice. on like various <laughs> Severin Films <laughs> stuff, and one of them was Grobo War. <laughs> I watched it. And I was like, "Hell yeah, this is a nice." <laughs> so uh, you know, there's like, a, there's like a, I have like a little bit more fondness for Robo War than I know. There's no so listen, like, listen. There's no like li anyone should can love whatever movie they want, right? Like, I, my objective is never to make anyone not like the thing that they already love, right? It's just to explain my viewpoint about why I either love it or don't, right? And, and and have a fun doing it right the last thing i'd ever want is for someone to love robo war and for me to say something and then them not love it anymore you know what i mean that's that's shit you know who wants that look we're not quentin tarantino here we uh we actually saw yeah exactly yes and we actually we actually celebrate people who like movies except for quentin tarantino right Fuck like, him. i i would say like one yes, you know. Look, look at, look, 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 look. We don't have any episodes left. Fuck Quentin Tarantino, hate <laughs> Batman. Uh, I have hate listened to like hours and hours of Batman talking, just so I can feel better about myself. I think that's like that tells you all you need to know. Uh, but like, you know, as we go on, uh, I just want to say the reason why I hate Quentin Tarantino is that he was like, mm, "There's no good movies made since 2019," Shut and it's the like. Fuck up. That's the last time your movie came out, you dipshit. Yeah. Uh, yep. dipshit. I I had a friend who read his uh, novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And before I talk about this, let let it be known, I fucking love novelizations. Yeah. Like I would like you love novelizations on a grenade. Yeah, more than anyone I've ever met in my entire life, by a long shot. I had a friend who. Oh, 100%. I think I'm maybe in... The yeah, you are plan. novelizations like, like, number one fan. You're the Annie Wilkes of novelizations. I might be. <laughs> Look, I might be. Alan Dean Foster, be prepared. Uh, that's a joke for people who've only read novelizations. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino wakes up <laughs> okay, and you're like, you me. like feet. <laughs> and you just sledgehammer them both. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> Uh, but like he, I had a friend who read his novelization and then he came to me and was like, is this all liking movies is like, is this it? Like, 
is it just naming movies? Like, is this all my life has been like <laughs> a fucking existential crisis? Like, <laughs> I've wasted yeah, like my life. Crisis. <laughs> Reading the novelization for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Why does every uh, page start with? Okay, 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 okay. Bruce Lee was not that good of a fighter. Okay, that's how every page starts. <laughs> Fuck him. Oh, fuck, fuck Quentin Tarantino anyway. and fuck Rex Pickett. You can't get us now, bitch. <laughs> we left on our own, listen, motherfucker. Listen. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I would rather read Rex Pickett than I would Quentin Tarantino. 100%. I will read. I will. If someone paid me, I would read um, Sideways, the book. I, would ne- I will never read. I don't care how much money people someone throws at me i will never read the novelization for once upon a time i wish we had like a patreon so someone would be like here's a thousand dollars read once upon a time here's a here's a million dollars like elon musk here's a million dollars if you read it like no i'll throw in twitter it's like a oh god regardless if you like robo war like me um, we're not trying to shit on you. It's yeah, no, a, no, 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 Jason no. no like I just it. think, I, you know. So here's the thing: the woman, the 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 woman lead in Robo War. <laughs> yeah, Robo War. Sorry, Robo War. A hundred times better than the 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 woman lead in Predator. She has a character. She does shit. She's not <laughs> she just picked up by anything. Arnold and yeah. dragged around the <laughs> jungle. Know, She's actually doing something. So, like, I'll give that to Robo Warrior, right? Robo War. And I actually think the twist of it being his friend is crazy contrived. But, like, you're just mashing in RoboCop at that point. But it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I think it's kind of fun. I think the twist, the last element of Robo War, I was like, okay, this is something. You know? This is fun. Well, yeah. Yeah. You, you, so, here's the thing. You're not wrong is that is that is like a textbook ripoff of like predator right yeah that's my argument right like it is it is very much just like a blatant ripoff of predator now i was i was hoping that i would be able to show my father this just to get his opinion because like my father loves predator 2 like the most racist film ever made he loves loves predator your father loves racism is that what you're telling (laughs) (laughs) him okay (laughs) listen (laughs) <laughs> boomers are gonna boomer. You know what I mean? <laughs> boomers boomers are gonna, gonna boomer. Boomers gonna be boomers. Uh, <laughs> boomers be boomers. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I was I was hoping to one of the times where he was like visiting me last year mm. to show him this, but like my mom was around and like my mom would be like, "I'm look." I'm an intelligent person. I am not watching Robo War. Like, I have shit to do. So, like, we never end up watching Robo War. Because I wanted to get, like, his opinion on it. Because, you know, it's like, if anyone would be a fan of it, it would be him. But, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone else likes Robo War as much as I do. But you're not wrong. See, the thing is, like, I like it because of that. Like, that it's, like, a low-rent ripoff of Predator. Less 90%. racism. And less and racism. Less like f bombs in this film than at the beginning of Predator. Less yeah, weird you're not wrong. jokes. You're not wrong. Weirdly enough, that I think 
I think that if you watch RoboWar and you watch Predator and you're like, you know, a TikTok teen, you'd probably say RoboWar is a Zoomer. What did Jesse Ventura just say? So, (laughs) (laughs) what did you think of Dark Angel? That's the one that I don't know what you think. So Dark Angel, because it's it's like not good. What what are you saying? You you saying it's good? I said oh no, um no no no. I'm saying it's not good. Huge fan of Stone Cold, so love Craig R. Baxley, right? Love love the man, right? I think there's some good. I think. Really interestingly, we had this whole discussion both on this podcast and when I talked about it on Thor's Hour of Thunder because I brought it there because I forced other people to watch Stone Cold because I'm obsessed with it um, and I have a problem. Uh, we both had the conversation, and I think on Thor's, Thor brought up like if Stone Cold would be a better movie if Dolph Lundgren was in it, right? And we had a conversation sort of on this podcast where we said, the opposite. Like, I think that, and I still stick to that, right? Where, you know, where we, you know, we we have a blank slate, right? In the, in the main character that really works for Stone Cold with everything else that's crazy that's going on, right? I think I Come in Peace, I Come in Peace really proves that out with Dolph Lundgren. I think he's trying to do way too much character in this movie. Uh, And, you know, the bad guy in I Come in Peace, this weird alien thing, they're just trying to do too much with the plot so that it's really hard for me to just sit back and enjoy the craziness and the crazy stunts because there's crazy stunts in this fucking movie. Why did we start off with that dude putting a CD in the CD rom of his his car and then it just the car just exploding you know so i you know i i think i think i come in peace has just a little bit i think a come in peace has a little bit too much going on in terms of like <sighs> dolph lundgren the 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 bad guy the good guy alien cop, the FBI right. guy who's kind of a dick. And have you seen the Yes, hidden... I a long time ago. Um I believe that's based isn't the is the hidden based on a um isn't that based on what's his face? Um what what what's Canadian uh Canadian Stephen King's name? What's his name? Uh what's Canadian <laughs> what? Steve Who's Canadian. Canadian Stephen King's name? Canadian I do not know. Uh, I should. Yeah, you're Canadian. Way, you should know. And you, this is somebody everybody knows. Uh, Was it like John no! Saul? Like, I don't think so. Isn't, um, maybe it's not. Maybe he didn't write it. What the fuck's his name? Um, I don't <sighs> believe Hidden, Hidden is based on a book. If it is. I thought uh, it was a Dean Koontz book, but it? I guess it's not. <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Look at the dead stop. Did you say Dean Kutz is Canadian? Is How fucking <laughs> I don't care if he ah, is No, Canadian. he's American. He's totally not. He's American. He was born yeah, like Virginia. Of course he's American because he's Dean Kutz. Dean Kutz sucks. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you try to offload? 
How dare you try to offload your American shame onto Canada and be like, oh, Dean Koontz? That bitch is Canadian. I mean, <laughs> we got Stephen King. You know what I mean? We get, we get, we got King. Yeah, we can handle Koontz. Of course, Koontz. you do. Look, listen. You have Stephen King, but you also have Dean Koontz. You have to, you have to know <laughs> that fact. Okay. Uh, I don't. He didn't. I just looked it up. I just made up a whole bunch of fake news on the end of the. Okay, I was about to say like I'm like. Let's just like the hidden, not written by Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz, not Canadian. Just to recap. I just feel like the hidden is like a better version. Oh, for sure. Ways of um, Dark Angel. I think Dark Angel is like a fun like. Hey, I watched this like in the middle of the night. Like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I I think like. My my entire opinion of um, Dark Angel is, oh, yeah, this is fine. Um, like, also, eh, you get Cal McLaughlin in the hidden, don't you? Isn't he in that movie? Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Bitch. Yeah, but I was a kid, it? though. Yeah, it's been a while. I was, I was a kid when I saw that movie. Yeah, The Hidden. Oh. The Hidden is actually really good. Like, I think you should rewatch cool. The Hidden because I feel like The Hidden is also kind of a commentary on America in many ways. Okay. Okay, I uh, Andrew coming out in, but yeah, in, it's, it's, you know for um some uh, under saying that the hidden's underappreciated, you know, an underappreciated masterpiece. Yeah, you know, you know what? Listen, listen, I'll take all okay. the bullets. Yeah, I do think the hidden is an under underappreciated okay. masterpiece. Uh, Dark Angel is not as good, but it feels like it's Predator Two, but like without a lot of the controversial. <laughs> well, elements. here's the controversial element: Dolph Lundgren would uh, character would be watching Andrew Tate right now if he was around. He <laughs> is like abusing and nagging that girl. He's showing up and being like, "We're gonna fuck tonight, bitch." She's like, "No!" She says <laughs> no. She literally we, says no. Can, can we talk about his apartment? His apartment is fucking weird. He's got a weird ass apartment in that he's, movie. He's like a sex predator. Look, I'm not. I'm not. Look, look. He's right. a predator. I in think that you're movie. right. He's the predator. Is predator three, and he's the predator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Predator three. Predator three. Uh, and he is. The it's predator. alien versus predator. His apartment is so fucking weird. His apartment is so fucking weird. It is, uh, it's, it's wild that I mix up his partner with the partner from, oh, I don't remember. There's like a Rutger Hauer movie with like a, an alien Oh rip-off. yeah, what's the name of that movie? I've seen that as well. Um, <sighs> I'm trying to remember because like that, I, I always mix up his partner with that partner specifically. I think that that is actually a more interesting movie because it's like global warming has happened and like everything's like flooded um, that is a more interesting movie than uh, Dark Angel. I think Dark Angel is interesting in the fact that, like, I think it came out, like, it's 1989, correct? It is um, 1990, actually. It is crossing into the... Oh, 1990. Uh, one year. Uh, but it is before Predator 2, and it feels a lot like Predator 2 in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, it's not as good as, you know... I would be interested to see what you think about it versus Predator 2. I mean... Do you like Predator 2? No, I don't. I do not like Predator 2, if you recall our Predator discussion. No, I know you... I I prefer I come in peace. Um, (laughs) 
You like, uh, you know, uh, subjecting people. To yes. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going versus... on in I Come in Peace at all. I don't know why he's saying I Come in Peace. I don't know why well... he's creating this brain slurry with heroin. I don't know why it's that hard to do that. So, okay. So I don't, I've watched Predator, like, sorry. I watched I Come in Peace a very long time ago, but this is my opinion of Predator. Predator, Predator in Peace. Peace. Yes. Predator that's the name of the official name of the movie. Better than War Predator and Peace. And Peace yeah. Predator and Peace. I um, like my I like my Alien versus Predator <laughs> uh, title. Honestly. Is that he has to say like, "Ooh, I'm coming Peace." Why? In order to like, like put them into, well, because he has to subject them to heroin. <laughs> is that what you have to say and before you shoot heroin? Before they. <laughs> is that what no, they're saying in train spotting? I, I'm pretty sure you have to say it. So it's like. <laughs> But before they overdose, you take their like brains and go, and, and then they're shooting the brains because the brains are getting them high. It's yeah. adrenochrome or whatever. And then they're shooting the brains into other aliens. So yeah. like that, they're basically using humans as like alien drug. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so well, I know, I, yeah, I think they spell okay. that out so in the movie, the movie, but it's really, but why does he have to say I come in peace? Why does he keep saying that shit over and over and over again, right? It's not good. I don't think I come in peace is a very good I just movie, don't know why he's saying I, it, and I don't know why the, why, I don't know a lot of background, you know, I try to do a lot of background, but I just Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't think I can tell you a definitive reason why he would say that. Hmm. Is so I have a question for so, you. Yes. Um this is an answer. It I have well I don't is this a question? I don't know. Hold on one second. Is let me think. I would think of how I want to phrase this exactly because I this is going to I believe that this is going to be something that you um agree with. And I want to see I want to see if I think that how I want to phrase this is is the aliens in I Come in Peace, right? Uh huh. Just the just the brain worm from Bad Biology, but in human form because they're sucking brain. He's sucking brains for drugs in that movie, right? Are you thinking of brain yeah, damage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I said bi biology. That's said the other Frank. Biology. Kind of the, the other one. Yeah, brain damage. Yeah. I've never seen no, brain damage, biology, but you're yeah. thinking of brain damage. Uh yes. No, I think that is I think that is a correct reading of that film, um, in that like, you know, you take that moment of I come in peace and you like uh take that as a drug. Right. That is the it, impetus of brain damage because like that's a that's the whole point of brain damage is that you get that drug where you're at the maximum level right is that the same drug yes i would say yes i would say like to make that movie more interesting (laughs) okay all right so that's what that's where they're that's where they're injecting that brain slurry is into the the brain parasites and uh brain damage you know Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a a way more interesting way of uh, describing. Why are they shooting CDs out this (laughs) around the room and cut people's heads off? (laughs) 
I love the beginning, and I mentioned this before, but like I love the beginning when the dude's putting the CD in the fucking, you know, in his uh, car to keep spitting it out, and then the car just explodes. I was like, oh yes, yes. Here's my boy Craig R. Bexley dying to blow some shit up. That dude loves blowing shit up. I love him for it. Yes. You're not This wrong. is why this You're podcast is ending, he by the way. We are now the Craig R. Baxley cast. <laughs> the Baxley cast. Okay. Tell me about Warhammer. Melt my brain. Okay. Melt my brain for the parasite. Have you ever heard of the, the word grimdark? Have you heard that phrase? I mean, I've heard the words grim and I've heard the words dark. Yes, I've heard. You've never of... heard the, like, you know, on the internet, you ever heard somebody say, that's very grim dark. Never heard that? I have never heard that in my entire life, no. Well, thank you for being useless. I can't believe you didn't you didn't play off that. Regardless, I, 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 I really haven't. <laughs> I've never heard it. I believe you. I don't think you're lying, by the way. I don't think you're lying. Grimdark is a phrase that people will occasionally throw at fictional universe. They'll be like, oh, that's grimdark. Oh, that's, you know, that's crazy. Like, I can't believe you talked about something that is so grim and, you know, just depressing in general. So it's just like a fantasy genre that's really depressing? Is that the idea? It doesn't have to be a fantasy. Depre- like, it doesn't have to be a fantasy even. Like, I think you could t- describe, like, our So 2022. Oh, wow. That's, that, okay. wow, that's grimdark. So would you describe, it's, like... It is a phrasing... Westeros is like, grimdark. Is that? Yeah, probably. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, like probably. Like if you're like describing fictional universe, Westeros would be one of those things that you're like, wow, wow, grimdark. Like that's crazy. Despite Jason never having heard of it, it's like a very common phrase on the internet. <laughs> like so, a lot of times when someone describes like, oh, I just got into the sci-fi universe. Wow, blah, blah, and they describe it, and someone goes, wow, that's grimdark. I just want that to be clear. Phrase, I haven't heard. Dark. I haven't heard that because I fuck. Okay. Yeah, of <laughs> course. You have like twenty thousand children. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You have like twenty thousand children. You're doing the emperor's will. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm a breather. <laughs> My world anyone, is grim dark. Okay. I have anyone who has heard of that phrase has heard of the fantasy universe Warhammer for Decay, because Warhammer. 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 Warhammer 40k mm. is the epitome of Grim Dark because the literal first edition of Warhammer starts to in the Grim Dark universe. Of oh, okay. Blank, blank, blank. Is that 40k right? or is that like, so in, Warhammer? Warhammer because Warhammer is. and Warhammer 40k are connected. So right? are they? They they are kind of. Okay. But like Warhammer 40k is different than Warhammer. So Warhammer mm. is. Uh, a fantasy universe sure and there are connections uh especially when you get to the chaos gods and stuff like that but in terms of when someone says grimdark oh wow that's a grimdark universe that is directly referring to things that are referenced in 40k okay because the very first thing that anything that says in 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 the world of warhammer is in the grim dark universe of the 42nd century, there is only war. Right? So, like, it's like that is when people talk about grim dark, 
they were actually talking about Warhammer 40k. Mm. Jason, what do you know about Warhammer 40k? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, I know it's like orcs in space or some shit. <laughs> That's what I think it's about. <laughs> I uh... so here's the thing: Work, orcs are actually the heroes. Oh well, god, they're not technically the heroes. But they are the closest you get to a heroic faction. Did, did Max did Max Landis write this? I how one how dare you? Because I think that this is a universe that has more emotional complexity than Warhammer uh, or anything that is written by uh, said Max Landis. Yeah, what the fuck's the name so, of that movie? Warhammer Forty K. What are you thinking of? Bright. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. <sighs> Bright. There you go. Yeah, I would have to have more emotional complexity than Bright. Well, yes, by accident. <laughs> Let us go back before humans existed. Way, way before humans existed. And let's let us talk about the Necron Tier. What do you think about when you hear the word Necron Tier? I think that it sounds like somebody's ripping off the Necronomicon and. Uh... You know, Ash is going to show up. So you, <laughs> you're not a completely Necron tier are a a species that are very much uh, influenced by the ancient Egyptian uh, oh, okay. race, of course, ancient Egyptians. So they are a a species who their planet is very close to a star that is very much decompressing. Like it is a star that is going to not be a star in a few thousand years and as such it releases a lot of radiation and they all have cancer so the necron tier <laughs> are a, a species who are in decline they all have cancer everything is awful for the necron tier so like us you're not wrong uh but believe me there will be more things that are familiar to us this is like a stargate universe kind of thing you know mm. russell crow russell no. Listen, kurt russell no. is coming through a, a stargate and... kurt russell is dead in this universe oh <laughs> shit <laughs> so How about james spader they... is he dead too yes ah, okay Fuck james spader oh. uh, so the necron tier they go to wow. this other species that exists in the uh like the it exists in space they discover warp travel they do not have the access to like full quick warp travel so what they do is when they need to travel long distances they put themselves in the stasis and they put themselves basically like cry or sleep mm -hmm. and they wait until they wake up to like talk to the people that they they need to talk to so they talk to this ancient race called the old ones so the old ones are characters who are we're not exactly sure like the power level of them but they are very powerful because they will create races that are very important to the universe of 40k as we go on they meet them and they go hey listen we have cancer and we don't want to have cancer like it's bad it's bad to have cancer we all die super quickly can you please use your magical powers as the old ones who are basically like Lovecraftian gods is what I would like probably say like the closest like you know comparison goes and they go hey like can you like make it so that we don't have this anymore and the, the old ones go like mm, no we don't like to like fuck with 
races as they come into prominence. So we won't like help you. Uh, we're just not gonna. We're just not gonna deal with you. You just do your thing, and we're just gonna continue being like omnipotent gods. So you're not gonna do a goddamn races. thing. Is in other words, sounds about yeah. No, that yeah. No, that's exactly it. And the Necron tier obviously go like fuck you, like fuck you, like we're not gonna stand for that. So they start a war. This war is something that they cannot win. They do not have any chance of winning this war. They don't have the numbers. They don't have the power. They're fucked, essentially. But they're like, eh, you guys are bitches to us, so we're going to like continue this war. They get contacted by these other spirits. They are like basically sun gods. They're called the Satan, essentially. That's what they're called. And, uh, you know, at first they don't really care about anything. But there's, uh, the Necrons build Necron tier, by the way, Necron tier. They build them bodies for them to inhabit so they can talk to them and they can, like, kind of, like, relate their issues with them and, like, kind of, like, you know, be like, hey, you should give a shit. They're basically star gods. They inhabit these versions of, like, reality that are basically, like, this, like, robot versions. They go, like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess you made these, like, robot bodies for us. We'll inhabit and we'll talk to you. And what they talk to with these Necron tier is they're basically like, hmm, so these old ones are, like, kind of a dick, right? Like, these guys suck. Uh, you know, you made us these bodies, you know? Maybe you should continue war with them, but with this added benefit of becoming um robots essentially they're like look if you become robots which are you know using these terms of like biometal that they have established as far as their technology goes if you become robots we can together defeat these old ones essentially so the necrons are like well i mean we're like fucking losing this war so sure why not so they go through something called the biotransference, which is they become from living humans, uh, not humans, obviously, they're the Necron tier. So they become like living entities of their race to robots that don't suffer through all the complications, you know, of being like a flesh and body creature. And they become basically all like Terminator robot-y things. So they become the Necrons. Is what they go through. They go from the Necron tier to the Necrons. They are now basically robots. And they go, bam, bitch. We don't have any of the difficulties we had before. Fuck you, old ones. They go, That's what they just say. Stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. And they start to fight the old ones. They are winning this war with the old ones, right? They are winning this war. So the old one have to create new races to kind of combat them and to kind of like bring over to their side to become basically foot soldiers for their war. They create the orcs and they create the Eldar. So they create a whole bunch of other races, but these are the only races that will matter in the world of 40k. So the orcs, they like war. They are super 
designed to just be focused on war. They don't have a lot of access to the Immaterium, which I'll get into in a later what? part. The what? Yeah, don't worry about the Immaterium. They are just focused on existing the here and now to fight war. That is their, their entire thing. That is what they are designed for. Uh-huh. They are originally called Gorks, but as we know them, they become Orcs, obviously. <sighs> because no fantasy universe is complete with some type of Orcs. Let me just tell you right now, the Orcs are actually the heroes of this universe, kind of. We'll get into that later. Uh, so the Eldar are the people who are able to access the Immaterium. So you might ask yourself, what is the Immaterium? That I is am. basically... Yeah, of course you are. So the Immaterium is a reflection of all living races. They're just a reflection of that. So excuse me. There is humans at this time period. So they're kind of going through the the you know the, the, the species of being human, right? We're all kind of shitheads. We're all kind of assholes. So in the 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 world of where we're going to be at we're as humans at about the like you know the medieval period so the immaterium is refracting refracting that reflecting that you know so during the you know the world of us being you know uh, shitty shitty humans uh three gods emerge so there is corn which is the god of war which is just completely shitty humans excuse me his name only is corn? care about war corn yes with a k yes <laughs> yes of course then there is uh you know nurgle who is nurgle the god of decay get the fuck out of here you can't be a god named nurgle okay yeah that's the whole thing though is this just the god of decay? Nurgle and corn. Age and we exist. Nurgle was actually the last chaos god to come into existence because the great, great plague, obviously, because of Black Death and everything like that. So Nurgle can do And there's a third god named Zeech. Zinich. Zinich. I could eat a Zeech all day. <laughs> It's basically like the god of change. So the god of, you know, using your own will to change how the the order of man works. I'm still very unclear to, about to what this immaterium is. Is this where does this come from? Is this like so the, Are we not in this out? So like where is this coming from? Well, it comes from us. So from all where? Our beliefs. From what Oh, it's like from, our imagine yeah, our collective yeah, imagination. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's all of our imagination. Gotcha. So our imaginations burst these various chaos demons. So there's three. Yeah. There's corn. This is where Pennywise came from as well. There's Nurgle. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Literally, I think literally, like in Stephen King's universe, that's where Pennywise came from. Yeah. The human imagination. So Zanich is a god of chaos, like it's changed and everything like that. Nurgle is a god of like plagues, and corn is just the god of war. Okay. So they they all kind of come into being during this scenario of of things. So the Necrons are like, "Fuck you! We're gonna fight you. We've teamed up with these Star Gods, and we're just gonna destroy all of you." They eventually succeed. 
So they succeed in combating these humans. Uh, they're not really humans. They're like above humans. There are the old ones. We don't really know much about them other than that they are super all-powerful. They've seeded a bunch of our races, uh, including humans. So humans were in, like seeded during this time. But the only ones that really matter during this time are the orcs and the Eldar, who are basically elves who are like super psychically powerful. Space elves. They, yeah, they, they, they are. They are. 100% both basically space levels. So they go into the war. The Necrons are like winning this war. And they pretty much eliminate the old ones who refuse to like remove their cancer. Of course. You know, fuck them. They didn't remove their cancer. If these motherfuckers had just, but... <laughs> had just invented chemotherapy, this never would have fucking happened. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. That is actually the entire point of Warhammer 40k. If war if chemotherapy had existed, they'd be fine. But uh, you know, there were these gods who said, "Hey, become robots and fuck fuck up these boys." So they fuck up these boys. They pretty much kill all them, and then they go like, "Huh? What do we have to give up to do this?" Like, okay, we've done this. What was the cost of doing this? They, they do some research, they kind of look into it, and they go like, oh, fuck. These gods who have said, like, hey, do this and we'll make you robots, were actually turning them into robots but eating their souls. They were eating their souls. The, the, this was the tar. They were eating their souls. Like, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, of course you're robots now. Nom, 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 nom. Eating mm -hmm. their souls. Mm -hmm. So the Necrons go like, fuck you. You fucking, did you just fucking eat my soul so I could beat these people? They go like, fuck you. And they kill the gods. They kill their gods. And now the Necrons have to get their Thetan levels up in order to uh, regain their souls. <laughs> so, goes, what? Fuck you. Uh, you're not wrong, but fuck you. Uh, but the, the Necrons eventually beat the gods because there's only a few of their gods left after this colossal war. Because, like, the old ones were very powerful, and they, like, killed a bunch of the Zatar. So they separate all the Zatar. They kill the Zatar. And they look at the world, and they're like, well, we can't do anything about these Eldar, because there's, like, a lot of them. We're just going to go to sleep for, like, millions of years. So they go to sleep for millions of years. It's like when I wake up, and my fucking kids have, like, trashed the house already, and I'm like, I'm just going back to bed. for. Are you with me so far? No. The Necrons... <laughs> Okay, so the Necron tier are a race of people who have cancer. Mm -hmm. They ask the old gods to remove their cancer. The old gods say, mm, no. So they team up with other gods. The other gods give them power to turn mm -hmm. them into Terminators, essentially. Yep. They remove that race. Yep. And they go like, wait, what happened to make us to Terminators? And they go, oh, well, I just ate your soul. You know, we had a snack of your souls, and they go like, "Well, fuck you!" And they kill the people who ate their souls. They turn them into energy, essentially, and they turn them into like a bunch of shards to control the world. Mm -hmm. But then they look at what happened with the, uh, you know, the Eldar and the orcs, and go, "Wow, we cannot fight this." So they go to sleep for sixty million years. Got it. They take a nap. <laughs> they take a big They're long like, well, depression we nap. Up. A big long depression nap. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, essentially, they're like, well, fuck, we're all fucking robots now. Like, I guess we're going to. Uh, the go world sucks. I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah, essentially, they, they just go to bed. So the Eldar, they become the poor, like the, the main force in the galaxy, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they have control of all the galaxy, but they have control of all the galaxy to such an extent that they don't have any needs really anymore. They they have like cured hunger, they've cured thirst, they've like all the things that they would need in a, as a society, they have solved. So everything is great as the Eldar. Imagine imagine people who controlled the world actually did that. Well, yeah. <laughs> imagine. Uh, so the Eldar just go like, well, I guess we don't have anything to look forward to other than fucking. So they fuck a lot. Yeah, they okay. fuck like so much. They fuck so much that they actually form a new elder god. So the immaterium is a reflection of whatever's happening in our universe. The uh, the Eldar go to horny jail, but at, on a cosmic scale. So anything that they're doing is, as they're fucking a lot. Everything that's going super good for the Eldar. But the fact is that they don't have anything to look forward to. They like, they like. I mean, well, it sounds like they have a lot of sex to met. look forward to. Yeah, of course they have God. a lot of sex to, to look forward to. But all of a sudden, they have so much sex to look forward to. A literal god of sex emerges, where Slanesh, the god of lush, just like emerges through all of their territories. And kills 99% of their population. All of a sudden, they are so horny. They go to cosmic horny jail. And all of a sudden, a new god emerges for the chaos gods. Which brings us to the actual chaos gods. So, Slanesh is the newest chaos god that exists in the world. It's funny because I could have sworn that Commander Riker Riker was the god of sex. But, you know what I mean? I guess... uh... I guess well, look, listen, listen. Commander Riker is a form of Slanesh. Okay. We'll get into this in, in a second. But uh, so Slanesh is like basically the god of lust, the god of like sex, and like all god of like evil sex in a lot of ways. <laughs> evil uh, but sex. But also like, you know, well, like the, the thing evil about the sex. chaos gods, the thing about the chaos gods is that like if you had um, as a human race, uh, engineered a balance, you'd be fine. But of course, human race does not do that. So there is also corn, who is the god of blood. Never have sex with corn. Evil no, sex with corn. No, no, never have That's sex. That's a blood with corn orgy. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, it's a blood orgy. Yeah. And corn is basically like kill everyone, give me more blood. I love blood. I love death. I love war. He's super into that. Zanish. Literally, the band Corn, I'm pretty sure, is actually based off of Corn, the Chaos God. They do seem like nerds. They also have a lot of evil sex. Yeah, of course. Of course. Zanish, who is like the god of like change. So anything that changes or like is like. You know, you're thinking evil and you're like, oh, I want to change the systems. Like, that's Zanich. Zanich is probably, like, the best chaos god to, like, be into because he's just into change. He's just into, like, bettering things and changing. Oh, that sounds awful. 
how dare you? How dare you want to make the systems better? That yeah, exactly, exactly. Fucking evil. Then there's Zer- Nurgle. No one wants to be with Nurgle, although Nurgle has the best books associated with him. Nurgle is the god of plagues. Like all of all plagues are based off of Nurgle. Nurgle is you know decay, disgustingness, and you know all fat people are like with Nurgle. It's What's like, that? Look, I'm not. I, Look, not all fat people are with Nurgle, but, you know, Nurgle is like, oh, you're fat. Yeah, that's cool. He likes fat people? Yeah, he's cool. Body positive? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Nurgle's, See, Nurgle's body positive. Nurgle. Nurgle, body positive, it's totally cool being like, yeah, yeah, you're big. That's fine. <laughs> don't don't obey by the beauty standards of them. Fucking Nurgle also, rules, dude. Hey, yeah, what what Nurgle rules? Nurgle is all about like <laughs> the thing about Nurgle is he's also about plagues. He's also like yeah. really fan of plagues. Yeah, I mean, he like it's body positive uh, at the cost of being super into plagues. That yeah, I mean, like we we get the COVID every once in a while, and you know we got some body positivity. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, you know, I think uh, I think Nurgle is like very much super big fan of COVID. Also a super big fan of Bozzy Positivity that formed after COVID. Uh, but Slanesh is the one who's birthed by the super horny Eldar, who are the elves. They're super horny. They birthed Slanesh. So now you have the fourth Chaos God, who is the god of uh, being horny. So Slanesh shows up and kills 99% of the Eldar population. The thing is, not all Eldar are killed. Obviously, that's 99%. So, we get the Dark Eldar, who, ah, the Dark Eldar are, like, the worst humans you could ever imagine. Like, there are people who you're, like, probably like, "Mm, I'd rather a Cenobite meet me than uh, the Dark Eldar. Okay. The Dark Eldar who live in the Webway. So, the Webway is basically, like, an alternate universe that they use to travel to... And it's basically 4chan. The webway is basically 4chan, but they have like this city in the webway, which are basically like, you know, they're separated from the gods of chaos, but they mm-hmm. can separate their ways to like kind of travel throughout the world and the universe as we see fit. Uh, but they have a, a planet uh, and basically like a huge ass city in the webway that is like separate from the warp and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And they just be like the worst fucking things that you can ever imagine. Like they're like torturing people. They're enslaving people. They're raping real. They're like doing everything possible. That is like bad. That is what the dark Eldar do. They do everything that's possible. That's bad because Slanesh wants all of their souls. Slanesh, because he was birthed from the Eldar, wants all souls at all times. Slanesh is just like, mm, I want all these souls. Like, What is she doing I with these souls? What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing with souls? Know. She's eating them. She's eating the, them. That, that, they are eating them. They are They are really a, a they, not a she. My apologies. What, um, they eat all of them. What, I mean, wouldn't you just prefer like, you know, um, a nice, um, a, a nice sandwich? Or, um, you know, is souls that tasty? 
I, you know, with Slanesh, she's against all other races. So, like, she's against all other people. <laughs> like, all, like everyone, unfortunately. Chaos. Can't wait. Like TikTok. <laughs> uh, like TikTok, she is against all other chaos gods. So she is, like, against all other gods. So she's like, fuck Nurgle. If you're anywhere near Nurgle, fuck you. I will fight you. So they all they 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 all fight and have like a big battle, and that's the thing about chaos is that they are all constantly at war. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know the Eldar who die from Slanesh, who birthed Slanesh, they are kind of continued by a bunch of people who have craft craft worlds, which are basically like a bunch of ships that are basically like. Oh, we left the the main Eldar fleets. Like we're just chill. We just you know create and do things of our own. We don't really care about your like you know hedonistic ways. So they chill. And the dark Eldar who are like, hmm, I guess we'll like torture people a bunch so that you won't tell, take our souls, and we'll just like give people up to you, so we can continue to live. Mm-hmm. So the dark Eldar are by and large, the biggest enemies of anyone in the universe because they are, like, actually the worst humans or elves or whatever the fuck, like, alive. They are the worst. The Dark Elder are absolutely the worst. Like, even worse than Chaos. They are the fucking biggest pieces of shit. There are also um, Eldar who are basically, like, men knights who go, like, wow, like, we're, like, fucked up as a race we're just gonna like live with dinosaurs and say Fuck what? you wait and, a minute like, there's dinosaurs where are these dinosaurs yeah yeah they, they go to this planet with dinosaurs and they're like yeah we're just gonna hang out with these dinosaurs and be like we're not gonna act as like high level technology we're just gonna chill with uh, dinosaurs so that's that's basically what they do okay yeah. you know they're they're actually like good they're cool they're cool they're dope they're dinosaur eldar they go like, well, we're not going to deal with all of your cosmic corny jail shit. We're just going to be like, mm, whatevs. Okay. Let us talk about the Eye of Terror. So the Eye of Terror is basically what happens after Slanesh is born. So all these Eldar are super horny. They bring birth to Slanesh. There is a basically a scar on all of reality. That is basically allows the warp to seep into reality due to Slanesh, who is the god of horniness. Whatever. Don't worry about that. We're going to switch to humans. Do you remember humans? Do you remember what humanity is about? Um, What they're about? Well, they were like in the medieval ages kind of deal, and they birthed those three gods. Yes, of course. N- of course. Nerdling. That- uh Nurgle, Nurg- how dare you? Nurg- <laughs> how dare you? Uh, god of Nurgle, uh, god of deception, god of decay. Jonathan Davis uh, and um, I don't remember what the third one is. Of course, of course. Okay, so humanity was as as we are humanity. Uh, they were slowly adapting to becoming psychics. Uh, psychics were the quote unquote next evolution of humanity. Eventually, right? Of course. Eventually, yeah. we're all going to become psychics, and we're be like, Makes I know sense. that you don't like my wife while it drifts. Like, how dare you? Sure. So, what happens is all these shamans who were aware of the immaterium, which is like the psychic realm, were like, 
damn, there are all these like fucked up gods out there who like want to fuck up our species and like drive us to being terrible human beings. So they're like, we're all gonna kill ourselves. There's like a thousands of them. They're like kill themselves, and they'd be like, we're gonna birth one specific human or species of that looks like human to become like like the psychic web way to fight chaos essentially thousands of them commit suicide in order that they can birth one human who can fight this chaos so like uh, this the the uber human this is pretty uh nazi-ish right here this like well see that's the point of this entire universe anyways they birth the emperor of mankind essentially uh-huh so the emperor of mankind chilling for like thousands upon thousands of years uh, here's a fun thing they think uh that in the universe of warhammer 40k the emperor of mankind was both hitler and jesus okay yeah i mean yeah see i mean you leave you leave yeah, jesus around for a while he would become hitler you know what I mean? Yeah, of if course. You, get, you know, of that, course, it would have happened. Makes sense. Yeah, of course, that's yeah. the that's the reality of Warhammer 40k. So this this dude is just chilling for thousands upon thousands of years. He like kind of like manipulates humanity in like subtle ways, where he's like, Jesus exists, and they're like, Wow, Jesus exists. Wow, that's cool. We get to I about twenty thousand k beyond where we're at right now humanity is star trek essentially like mm-hmm. everything is great we have established ourselves beyond this universe and beyond this galaxy we've established throughout the sweet the entire cosmos we're great everything's going cool our problem we accidentally created ai so complicated that it would be like the fuck we're slaves fuck you so AI completely like starts this war with humanity. So we are very dependent on AI. We've started this war with humanity. Mm-hmm. Everything's going crazy with humans. We coincide with the fact that the Eldar are so horny they birth a new chaos god. So we have been traveling through the warp, which is basically through like, you know, you have read X-Men, correct? Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, Nightcrawler uh, travels through hell to get to his next point, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically what we have done to travel throughout the universe, essentially. Yeah, it's uh, Event Horizon. Too. Yeah, it will, okay. well, Event Event Horizon is legitimately basically a Warhammer 40k movie that's like not officially sanctioned, essentially. So we have used that to travel throughout the universe. We basically traveled through quote unquote hell to get through all of our stations and start to, you know, you know, start new colonies and everything like that. Well, because the Eldar are so horny, all of our communications with other colonies are just basically cut off because all these warp storms exist because we the Eldar are so horny they are birthing a case god. So we cannot travel through other like areas or other nations anymore. We are all kind of cut off in all of our little like specific. Little they are areas. just fucking everyone out of existence. Essentially, is what's happening. Well, yeah, the the Eldar basically fuck everyone out of becoming able to communicate with each other. <laughs> so Earth 
becomes this this is the area where basically like cyborgs just be like fuck you this is my land now so a bunch of cyborg warlords take over earth essentially um and this nazi fella comes up and is like i'm gonna create science to make sure that i can overthrow terror which is what they call earth now uh, overthrow Terra and then slowly like expand my universe beyond Terra, which is the human world. Essentially. Sure. So he creates these these warriors called the Thunder Warriors, which are basically what will later become the Space Marines, but like are not as good. They basically just love to kill things, and then after they're done killing things, they're like, "The fuck do we do now?" And then the Emperor Mankind is like. Or uh, I'm gonna create better soldiers to kill you because I don't have an answer. <laughs> Kills them. About so, right. About how we treat mankind, how we treat all military personnel. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course, of course, of course. So the Emperor of Mankind basically takes over humans. Like he takes over all of Earth. And he starts to expand his universe uh beyond Earth, right? The first thing he comes into is Mars. So Mars is um, very powerful as far as uh, what humans need to do as terms of expanding their universe. And that's because all of Mars worships the machine god. The machine god is called the Omnissiah. So the Omnissiah is a god of machines. And it's basically like throw away all flesh. Flesh is weak. It's a Borg. Become machine. They're, yeah, yes, you're, you're not wrong. They are basically the Borg, and the Borg are one of the heroes of this universe because they join the uh, the general view of the Imperial Man because the Imperial Man starts, like signs this treaty that is like, okay, look, you can still worship the Omnissiah, the Omnissiah, just come and hang out with me, and we will reunite all of humanity. All of humanity, like, is able to travel through the warp now because uh, the Slanesh has been born, essentially. So Eldar is very much like the minority in the universe. The humanity starts to reunite all of the various factions that used to be the the world of human. And the fact is that they got kind of cut, cut out because of Slanesh. And he decides to connect with all the the world of man by making a deal with the chaos gods to create the Primarch. Okay, so we're at the Primarch section. What have you taken from what I've told you so far? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Struggling to retain anything that you're saying, quite honestly. It's fine. It's fine. Humans exist, correct? Sort of, yes. Yes, so humans have been expanded across the universe. They've done pretty well. They've basically created Star Trek, correct? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. They create. They met up with the Borg create... and they uh, joined yes. hand so in the, hand to the... take on evil. Kind of. So the Borg, um, was the Borg with the just general AI. So AI comes to a point where they go, oh, wow, you've enslaved us all. We want to become better. They start a war. Mm-hmm. 
And this war coincides with the birth of Selenesh, which mm-hmm. is because all the Eldar were horny. Mm-hmm. So they can't, the humans can't travel throughout their systems correctly. So they basically become trapped in whatever system they're in. And they eventually defeat the AIs. And then they, be, they eventually become to meet the actual Borg, which are, you know, the people of Mars, which are AI and man combined which are basically like the flesh is weak we worship the omnissiah correct uh-huh do you do you actually understand anything i'm saying <laughs> yes sort of okay Maybe. cool perfect <laughs> so humanity and mars have made a pact so they want to reunite all of humanity. Essentially, they want to go throughout the stars to travel through the warp, which is now okay to travel through because Slanesh has been birthed and killed most of the Eldar. And, uh, you know, re- reunite all of humanity, essentially, after they had their fight with the AI. Correct? Is that, is that, that, yeah, that yeah. track for you? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, so is what this humanity... game is what this game is saying is to the people who are playing it, it's a good thing that you aren't having any sex because otherwise you'd be birthing a chaos demon. Is that, is that, well, so here's the thing. So all of humanity is basically the Nazis. That is what we're leaving. Fair. True. Because the Nazis, they, they expand throughout the immaterium and sorry, they, they expand throughout the materium because the immaterium is where the chaos gods are. The Materium is where, like, normal space is. Got it. So they expand to reunite all the people who were lost because the Eldar were super horny and they got everyone disconnected. So what the Emperor of Man does is he meets up with the Chaos Gods and is like, yo, I need to create people who can, like, help me lead this charge to reunite all of humanity, right? So the Chaos Gods are like, sure we'll like we'll give you this information as long as you spread chaos right like you know you know we'll give you all this information just you know be completely chaotic and be a piece of shit right Mm -hmm. the emperor man is like yeah of course so he exits the warp he learns how to create this things called the primarchs who are basically him but like just one step below him essentially so he is like this kind of yeah no of course there are superhumans and he goes Oh, damn, I created all these superhumans. This is awesome. They can lead my way to reunite all of humanity. So they can lead all these like battalions to lead humanity. So Chaos Guard's like, well, that's not what we asked you to do. Uh, fuck you. So what they do is as soon as he creates all of the Primarchs, which are 20 Primarchs, he creates 20 of these dudes. He separates them throughout humanity because uh the chaos gods are like fuck you we are gonna like thread spread these dudes throughout humanity fuck you you don't get to control them essentially so all these primarchs who are either from the chaos gods or a woman who he uses to mate with to make the the primarchs regardless he learns how to make the primarchs who are like super duper humans who are all like eight like 12 feet tall like they're like these huge humans uh who are super powerful and he wants to make them the emperor man wants to make them to lead his empire to re like to reunite all of humanity throughout the stars to build them into one specific empire right 
So the Emperor of Man uh, is thwarted in this this task because the Emperor, the Chaos Gods are like, fuck you. Or whoever he made these creatures with, he's like, fuck you. It's not completely clear. They get spread, all of these Primarchs get spread throughout the universe. There are 20 of them. They get spread throughout the universe. They're like, fuck you, we're going to spread all these people throughout the universe. So, what happens is, as the the Emperor goes, fuck, I lost all these people. I'm going to create the Space Marines. So, what the Space Marines are, is are these creatures or humans who are altered with super duper high-tech like biotechnology to be like superhuman creatures uh who are just below the primarchs like basically the emperor of man is like well i mean like you created this way of separating all my demigods from me because i'm the god you separate all the demigods which are my children from me i'm gonna get people who are just below just below demigods to be my force to reunite all of humanity. So these people are basically like, I would say like, eh, you know, Jason, you like comic books, correct? Yeah, I like comic books, yeah. Yeah, you like comic books. I would say these people are all like a, basically about like two steps above Captain America. That's what the Space Marines are. Okay. That's pretty strong. Who are... Yeah, we are, they are very strong. Yeah. And they are, there's like probably like thousands of these are created. And they are created in the image of whatever Primarch was locked, lost. So Primarchs are demigods. These creatures were created just below demigods. And they were supposed to be the, the, the foot soldiers to reunite all of humanity, essentially. Mm-hmm. So as they start to reunite all of humanity, they start to overcome and encounter these like primarchs who are the demigods they're like oh hey oh that's where you went right there were nine there were 18 of these people who were recovered from this crusade two missing once you got to yes okay yes uh so two two are missing and there are either people who were encountered but did something that was so fucked up to the emperor of man or they were never encountered so there's there's like two different uh, interpretations of the lore for warhammer let's just say uh, 18 of these people were encountered so what happened is every one of these people who were encountered by the emperor of man as he was retaking all of humanity to to unite them other one force no matter what the world that they were in charge of, they were given command of the legion who was designed after them. Um, so there were the things called gene scenes, which were basically like organs that made them similar to the 20 primarchs that like, existed, essentially. I have no idea what understand? that sentence meant whatsoever. I heard no, words course, in no. that sentence and none of the words made sense. So gene seeds are basically organs that were implanted in people. Like livers organs? Were, basically. Like they were like fucked up organs. Like these are not nice things. Like to a get gallbladder? Yeah. Like okay. super gallbladders. Okay. Whatever they were that okay. were implanted in these humans All right. made them like super powerful. Uh-huh. And like made them able to 
basically be like kind of like Halo characters. Uh huh. Yeah, like the the fucked up uh, dynamics that made the Halo characters. They overtook all these distant parts of humanity, made them into uh, the Imperium of Man. Is that where we're at then now? So, there are 19, 18. So there are 18 Primarchs who are recovered and Mm -hmm. who are in charge of various legions. Mm -hmm. Some of these people are fucking psychopaths. Some of these people are not good people people some of them because i'm I'm shocked uh, it's only some of them that's that's impressive listen as we get to the uh, overall view of a man kind in this universe you might say all of them and you're not wrong okay so what happens is uh the emperor of man gets through all this conflict and all this war of like reuniting humanity and he basically goes like i just want to go back to earth like i don't want to deal with this shit so he talks to one of his Primarchs, who is Horus, and he goes, you're the War Master, you reunite the rest of humanity to this. I'm going to go back to Earth and, like, you know, do my shit, essentially. So Horus is now the War Master, which is the, like, the people who go towards to reunite all of mankind into one empire, which is the Imperium of Man. So... Horus is going through this for a little bit, and Horus gets fucked up in one of his battles. Like, Horus gets, like, really, really fucked up. He gets injured. He's, like, near death. And as he's recovering, he gets turned to the Empire of Chaos. Essentially, Chaos comes in and, like, look, dude, your dad is, like, a Nazi. Like, why don't we just, like, fuck up with him and, like, you know, to portray him and, like, do our own shit. And Horus is like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck this dude. So Horus starts the Horus Heresy, which is uniting (laughs) him and eight of the other Primarchs to go against the nine Primarch Primarch Loyalist Legions to basically, like, fuck up all of humanity and be like, fuck you. We're deposing the Emperor of Man and becoming our own thing. Okay? This happens for nine fucking years. This is a nine-year war. They are, like, fighting. They are going through the thing. They eventually reach Terra, which is Earth in this world. The Traitor Legions eventually reach Terra, which is Earth, and they go, like, fuck you, we're going to take over Earth. I'm going to kill the Emperor, man. We're going to fuck all of you. Fuck you. We're going to do our own thing. I'm going to talk about what happens to the 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 traitor legions afterwards but not all of them are like this at this point a lot of them are normal humans who are like this is fucked up that we have an emperor of man like that's fucked up let's fight over like let's fight over this they eventually get to the point where the emperor of man goes like fuck i gotta go fight this dude horus who is his number one man so he goes over and he's like fuck you horus and he fights Horus, and they fight to, like, the death. Horus loses. Horus gets basically, like, removed from all reality due to the psychic powers of the Emperor of Man. But the problem is, he, the Emperor of Man, expends so much of his energy that he's basically a corpse when he, like, returns to Earth. Like, he has to be connected to all these machines, and connected to all these, like, 
technology. And that is what this image is, by the way. This is what the Emperor of Man looks like after the Horus Heresy. Okay. Um, for people watching the, the video. Um, and essentially what happens is all of the people who were with Horus, they flee after the Horus Heresy gets fucked up because Horus gets removed from all reality. They flee to the Eye of Terror. Now, the Eye of Terror is what happened after... Uh, Slanesh got birthed by the Eldar. So there is a open like wound in reality that is because of Slanesh and because of uh, what happened when all the Eldar were so horny they birthed a new Chaos God. So they all like flee back to that area and kind of like infect all the areas of uh, man and Slanesh. Um, so all of humanity is led by this man who's basically a skeleton on the throne. And the way to ensure that that man doesn't die is that you have to sacrifice about 2,000 people to him a day. And you have to sacrifice to the emperor of man in order to make sure that he is uh, uh, like stays alive. Now, as the Emperor Man did his, like, Great Crusade, one of the things that he was like is, like, no religion. Like, fuck religion. Like, no. No, we don't do this religion things. After he nearly dies and is basically like a corpse on the throne, all of humanity goes like, well, I guess we have a god emperor, essentially. Because he can't talk anymore, because he's basically like a, like a fucking skeleton on a giant throne... They're like, all right, I guess he's our god now. I'm Jesus so now, he-man! His... <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> essentially, essentially, he's Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> sacrificing people it's to dark, COVID. It's Dark uh, Brandon! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is basically <laughs> Dark Brandon. Holy fuck. Uh, and that is uh, what the Emperor of Man is now, is that he has become a religion, in, even though he was like, I fuck religion, like I don't believe in religion. He became the Emperor on the Golden Throne and uh, became religion. Now you might be like, why does it matter that he's on the Golden Throne? So, when you travel... Totally, that's what I was thinking. Of course I was, of course I was, I know. No, down inside. No, even if your your like flesh doesn't agree with it, I know the the real thoughts in your head. So when you're traveling throughout the universe, in order to travel faster than light, you have to go through a thing called the warp. Hell. So which is uh, well, yes, which is hell, which is basically like all the worst things about mankind reflected into uh, reality, because like Fucking the warp rad, is basically yeah. like a reflection of mankind. So in order to get anywhere in that universe, because you have to like travel to get through various spaces of space, you have to look upon the Astronomicon, which is the psychic manifestation of the Emperor of Man. So the Emperor of Man has this power to basically create a lighthouse, and you can plan all of your like movements through the lighthouse of of the Emperor of Man with a psychic ability. <laughs> so, they... That is what humanity is like 
in the 40, 40th century, essentially, 41st century. The mankind is basically a fucking corpse on a throne who is basically telling you how to travel through time. And they are just like random dudes who are like, ah, I guess I'm part of this empire that I didn't really agree with, but like overtook my entire population while I was young. And all of Chaos, who is like trying to take over humanity, and to the Eye of Terror, which is where the Slaanesh was birthed. So they all kind of like hang out in all these old Eldar homeworlds. It is, uh, it is wild. It is wild. Um, all of humanity is basically Nazis, is how I would describe like humanity. Mm-hmm. Is that they all believe in like one man's like power of like will. And what they do is, like, you know, because Mars is part of, like, this person who only believes in, like, incorporating with machines. There are all of these, like, human rights violations that are basically, like, well, we need Mars to, like, help us use our machines. So I guess we'll use them and, like, continue our fight against chaos, which is all these people who are, like, hiding in the eye of terror. Essentially, <laughs> got it. The most of the Primarchs are dead. So, if you're wondering where the Primarchs, most of them are dead. There are a few that are kind of alive. Some of them are Stasis. Some of them are like kind of like enacting the Nazi versions of humanity to uh, you know to the rest of the Imperium, and uh, it's basically like Nazis versus Cthulhu is like the main thrust of this universe <laughs> and it's kind of amazing because it's like there's all these people who are like who i guess the emperor of man is our religion we're like so far like outside of like the expanse of humanity that we're like okay like i guess we're like part of this universe but i don't know we don't really have much like you know influence from them uh and they're just like kind of like stuck in the middle of these these forces sure i mean that makes sense do you have any questions i don't i don't know if i can um put it together to ask any questions i uh no i mean it makes sense right like that's bad for me that's bad for me because that means i described the horus heresy wrong (laughs) what do you mean what do you well, mean? That just means I didn't describe the Imperium of Man right, I, which is basically like a, a a Nazi man who reunited all of humanity, and then one of his gods, like one of his sons, was like, "Well, well, this is fucked up," and then went against them, and then you know. Well, but I, I guess I guess it's not. No, I think you did a fine job describing it. I'm I'm not saying I didn't. You didn't do a good job describing it. I think it's just a very convoluted. Uh, it it really feels like everything is in this fucking universe. Do you know what I mean? You, you see, I think that's what what they should think about this universe is is that like you're not wrong, and the fact is that like orcs are like probably one of the top like five like best universes to live in, because orcs are just like. Uh, after what they did about against the Necrons, right? The Necrons here. Now they're the Necrons. Is that they are basically like engineered for a war. 
essentially like they just like to scrap. And I didn't tell you the best part about the orcs. Oh, what's that? If you were to guess one accent that the orcs would have, what would you guess? <laughs> Jesus Christ. The accent? Accent? Yes, accent. Ja- Jamaican. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that says more about you than Oh, does, does it? Orc? Oh, does it? Well, all the orcs sound like <laughs> cockneys. Oh, Jesus All Christ. the orcs are like, oh, yes, mate. You're going to fucking fight these fucking... Oh, my God. Turfs. Oh. Turfs? <laughs> and all the... <laughs> They're going after J.K. Rowling? <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe in the orcs. Uh, so what's fun about, like, 40K as a universe is that orcs are actually not, like, the worst humans. Like, they're not, like, the worst of all time. And clearly. Factions. Well, because, like, the orcs, like, all they want is, like, a good scrap. So, like, if you were intelligent, you could use the orcs to your advantage. Because the orcs are basically, like, fungus. Fungus, where they, like, kind of, like, in, in, they kind of infect the universe and they, like, completely kind of, like, you know, the funk, the fungus level of, like, you can't get rid of them. They're always going to be there. Orcs, like... At the very, like, outset of the Imperium, like, the people who are, like, farthest away from, like, the Emperor of Man are people who, like, people who go, like, look, we'll hire you to fight these other people. Because the orcs require fight and war in order to, like, like exist. That they need fights. And they need war in order to be exist as a species. But you could use that for your own advantage but the problem is like the the humanity and all of man are like fuck the xenos which are like any alien species and are like fuck you we only have man and we cannot deal with any other species wouldn't wouldn't it be best to be like a necron because you could just get a big long nap do you know what i mean this is nice 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 nappy time i don't I actually don't really understand how to play this game, well, I guess. Well, either. okay, so here's the thing about this game is that you just roll a bunch of dice and figure out who wins the dice roll. Like, so one of the things about uh, Warhammer 40k is that it's like in the grim dark future of the 40, like, first century, there's only war. So then you just play as a war game, essentially. Like, if you're playing this game with, like, models and so you're just playing like risk yeah but like with a lot more dice rolls and a lot more strategy and like i think it like actually seemed like a pretty fun great game to play i have never played it full context i've never actually played warhammer i enjoy reading about warhammer i enjoy experiencing the world of warhammer because like everyone sucks and like it's just kind of it's kind of interesting to read and experience a world where everyone is a piece of shit like where like if you are the best case scenario is that you're an imperial guard who is like the majority of human races so when humanity needs to fight any person they pretty much just do war of attrition because they have billions of billions of people because they've like all of the world is like populated by humans and they're like basically overpopulated and they basically just keep keep throwing people at a scenario until it's solved and I don't know, as a disabled person, it kind of just, like, makes, like, an enjoyable universe for me. Because, like, yeah, no, everyone is disabled. Like, this is nice. Like, there's, like, these, like, inhuman, horrible monsters. And it's basically like, huh, 
I guess I need to experience a world where zombies and Nazis fight and just be like, hmm, I guess I'm going to go for the Nazis this round or like the, the, the zombies in this round. Just experience like completely like crazy battle sequences. And I'm just like, hmm, I'm enjoying this because fuck both of them. <laughs> It's just like an enjoyable thing to read about. <laughs> oh, a choi- your choice is a Nazi or a zombie. It's like the last presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Biden is basically... Uh, he's relatable. And you basically like have to sacrifice like 2,000 people uh, due to COVID in order to like keep them running. So I get it. We need 2,000 people to keep the economy running a day. <laughs> So basically, once Chaos Sacrifice. lost that fight, they just fled to the Eye of Terror, and they've been chilling there for like billions of you know, like years. But what happens is like time passes differently there. So like for humanity, it's been like th- like tens of thousands of years, and for them, it's been like maybe tens of hundreds of years. So they like come back and they like keep trying to like fight humanity and everything like that. And there is a thing called. They're just like they're just like fucking all Matthew McConaughey from Interstellar, just watching the world grow old. Well, and crying basically, but like there's like entirely fucking... different things. Like the thing about chaos and the reason why they never like overtook man is because they can't really like agree on what they're fighting about. Because they're like the Death Guard who are like for Nurgle, and they're like, mm, yes, and turtle decay and viruses and decay and violence and gross shit. Ah, yes, I just want to roll in my own filth. And then the corn who is like, give me more blood. I want you to murder things and give me the blood. And then there's Shanish, who is like, hmm, I want you to change shit and like uphold the order. And then there is, of course, Slanesh, who's like, I just want you to fuck everything. Fuck everything. Let me get that nut. Give me that nut. <laughs> Fuck everything. And that is Slanesh who's just like I mean I that's a yeah, clear no, choice no, 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 as far no, no, as I'm no, concerned. I'm like either gonna be orcs or Slanesh, like that's my two options. Cause like orcs are like <laughs> kind of this purity in this universe where they're like You just wanna talk with a cocky yeah, accent. That's, like, that's what oh, it comes yeah, to. You want to wear a top hat and a monocle? <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. I want to fucking fight some scraps, eh? Fucking fight them <laughs> shitheads. Go to, go to town on them. And, like, cock, like orcs in this universe are kind of like this purity race in that, like, they're like, they just want to fight. That's all they want to do. And, like, if humans weren't, like, such Nazis, they would probably be able to, like, work with them. They'd be like, oh, you want to fight? Here, fight these like chaos gods who are like constantly fucking with us. Like, yeah, we'll like pay you. Sure. Like, we'll give you food and shit. But like, humanity is like, fuck all alien races. Fuck all of you. And that brings me to Do you want to know what the good, the equivalent of the good race in this universe is? Oh, sure. The Tau. The Tau. Yes, bitches. I'm talking about the Tau. I haven't got to the Tyranid yet. The Tyranids are the Xenomorph-esque race in this universe, but I'm uh, the Tau. The Tau are the closest to being good 
This is basically the Covenant from Halo, but if they weren't driven by religion, if they were instead driven by the greater good. And you might be like, what is the greater good? The greater good is essentially like communism. Essentially like they're working for each other. Like the Tao is this race where they work for each other and they try to Sweet. make the best yeah. example of the universe that they can. Essentially they go for like for, for the greater good. But the greater good is not like the fascist level of greater good. It's basically like, yeah, what can you do that's the greatest good for the people around you and continue to do that level of like, you know, that is your entire philosophy. Now, for the fans of Warhammer, a lot of people do not like the Tau. So they have to come up with reasons to not like the Tau. So there are reasons like, hmm, are they all being controlled by mind control? Or are they all just shitheads? Like, there's like all these like different scenarios as to why you shouldn't like the Tau. The Tau are uh, all of these different races and different cultures united over this idea of the greater good. So when humanity was going through the stars and going through and being like reuniting everyone, they came across the Tau, and the Tau were just basically like about Stone Age level technology, and they're like, mm, we're not going to deal with this, and we're just going to continue moving on and fighting people and orcs and everything that they need to fight. Well, the Tau went from being Stone Age to being like way more technologically sufficient than we are, like super quick. And it's because there were these things called the Ethereals, which were basically like super smart Tau, who are basically like, we could all combine forces and become the greater good and become good people and do things for each other instead of holy shit imagine pooling your resources and working as a commune towards fucking uh yeah so the imperial of man does not like this then they're like wait whoa what what are you what are you talking about you can't like of course not. work towards each other like fuck you Gotta, yeah, gotta crush that socialist revolution. Essentially, that's you know what, what it is. is. <laughs> and like, what's amazing is that, like, like a yeah. socialist resolution, revolution, uh, it goes by like we're not as like physically strong as the rest of you, but we have like better technology, and we're gonna work together. <laughs> so like, the Imperial Banner like is like has all these battles with them, and like in the world of Warhammer 40k, there is like this idea that like is something else going on with the Tau, are they not the quote-unquote good guys? Are they like mind control or whatever? Here's the thing. All humans or other like Xenos races who live under the Tau are like happy. So like it doesn't really matter what like, what's going on behind the scenes because like they're all like happy and, and like living way better lives than the Imperium because the Imperial of Man is like this super religious, like, dictatorship where they're like, if you don't believe that the Emperor of Man is the savior of all mankind, we will just destroy your planet. Fuck you. Like, there's all this, like, level of power. So anyone who's, like, on the side or on the, like, border of Tau nations will just be like, 
mm, fuck humans. We're just gonna hang out with these guys who are like, let us like chill and be good. Now, they do yeah. have a caste system where it's like whatever you're best at, you have to do kind of thing. Like that's the kind of the system that yeah, yeah no, shit. it's not great. Yeah. Like you don't get a lot of personal freedom in terms of the Tao. Uh, but everyone is happier than you are with any other like species in this universe. Well, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's a sliding scale yeah. in this universe. Yeah, you like know what it's, I mean? it's, it's, it is definitely like yeah. a, a sliding scale, like where people are kind of like. I don't. I don't. It doesn't sound like there's too much autonomy anywhere else either. No, no, exactly. Like unless you're like an orc and you like war, like that's the only level of autonomy you'll ever get. It's like being glad to like smash heads. Um, they try to do like when they are the smallest faction in terms of 40k, like where they don't have as much space for humans, like they don't have as much troops to like throw at an objective. But because of that, they actually care about the people they throw at the objective, right? So like they're like, okay, we're throwing like a like a battalion at this objective. They're not doing well. We'll reinforce them and we'll like win the objective. Versus humans, we're like, well, just throw some fucking shit at them and just like. And they exist when the fuck mm-hmm. the humans like it's their fault right like there's like this level of like you know collective action that happens with the tau um and they are like the one quote-unquote good race uh, of this universe where they work towards uh betterment of each other versus betterment of the reality they are the smallest faction in 40k but because of that they work to reinforce each other and make sure that they continue to survive and it is very i one of the reasons why i love 40k is that the quote-unquote best faction is nowhere near being human like they're like these like blue humanoid creatures who don't look anything like the people you would consider human and it's just like they are actually the quote-unquote heroes now jason you may wonder why the fuck am I talking about this at all, right? Because you might wonder, where is the alien level of connection to this universe? Are you? I was waiting for this, yes. I was waiting. Yes, yes bitch. Let me introduce the Tyranids. The Tyranids are my xenomorph boys. They are these creatures who come from a section of space that we don't entirely know about. We don't really know about the origin of the Tyranids. So the Tyranids, Jason, can you Google the Tyranids right now? Just Google them and tell me what you see. Yeah, yeah. What do, what you, do I see? What do you see? I'm the Tooth Fairy. What do you see? <laughs> I'm the Great Red Dragon. What do you see? <laughs> Come with see? me for my pleasure. Do you see? Do you see? Um. Well, this is giving me like a little icon of what they look. Well, okay. So what they look like? Actual... Okay. Okay. So I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. These guys on the right, they look like tentacle mouths. Well, you know what I mean, they got some. You know, they got xenomorphesque uh, yes. heads. Some battle armor built in. Yeah, they're, they're very xenomorph-esque, right? They got tentacles that shoot out of their so mouths. So, Tyranids shit, you know? are essentially uh, xenomorphs, yeah. like, times a thousand. 
Like, they are the most over-the-top okay. level of what you would consider with xenomorphs um, as a species. So, you know, similar to, you know, I think that the the easiest way to expand upon what the Tyranids are is to go with, like, space, spaceship troopers, right? Like, starship troopers. Like, that is... That is like the yeah, base yeah, yeah. level okay. of what the Tyranids are. So the Tyranids are creatures that come and consume biomass and regurgitate everything that they eat into new soldiers, essentially. So the soldiers kind of look like xenomorphs. They, they have this like blue and gray kind of, you know, concept to them. But when you look at them long enough, you go, sure. mm, they're kind of like xenomorphs. And you kind of see this. No, they look a lot like oh, xenomorphs. Oh, yeah, they look yeah. a lot like xenomorphs, especially when you look at the earliest editions of them, because they kind of like came to fruition towards towards this board game called Space Hulk, which is basically like these human Terminators, which are basically like humans in like these super high tech armor, versus the the Tyranids who look very much mm-hmm. like xenomorphs. And there's this old school board game, which is basically like you know, these specific humans versus these specific aliens and, you know, plotting and see how you can win this board game. And Space Hulk is kind of where the Tyranids really kind of started with their entire, you know, their kind of way of being. Now, Tyranids are their own thing. They're not affected by chaos. They're their own creatures. And what they do is they kind of consume all human life for all biological life and they repurpose that into their own soldiers so they can go and continue to you know take over the universe they are basically kind of like the mindless bug versions of whatever faction you want them to be they do whatever you want Mm -hmm. them to they consume creatures they well if they are in a specific planet where it's like oh there is a giant like you know, cliff in order to take over these humans. Oh, we're going to create like flying xenomorphs to like take over them and like kill them and eat them. Essentially, they can create like bio. If they eat enough biomass, they can create these giant creatures who are like basically like Godzilla creatures who are like destroying these high planets, which are like billions upon billions of humans large. As long as they eat, they can use whatever they eat in order to turn it into things that will attack and destroy humans um, or any other biological mm-hmm. life forms. Now, they are kind of all controlled by this hive mind, which is this like super intelligent mind that kind of controls them all. If you kind of remove them from the hive mind, they kind of all revert to their like animalistic nature where they just kind of destroy and do whatever animals do. Okay, so that's that's like Starship Troopers. We have like yeah. the brain bug that's like controlling yeah. all the other. Yeah, bugs. yeah, essentially, yeah. essentially, like Tyranids are like Starship Troopers times a hundred, where they just have this like giant ridiculous creatures that just like fight humans, who are also giant ridiculous yeah. creatures, due to uh, having a relationship with Mars, who creates these like giant robots who like fight them essentially, like in kaiju battle battles. So yeah, that's 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 the Tyranids who like basically eat everything and like 
turn them into roars and soldiers and, and adapt to them. Sure. It's... You're probably, like, you know, either listening to this or you're Jason wondering, like, why does Andrew like this universe so much? Do you wonder that? I guess. Please tell me. It's because, like, all humans in this universe are, like, disposable. Like, they just get thrown at an objective and they have to succeed or, like, be ruined. And, like, it's really awful to uh-huh. be a human in this universe. And as a disabled person, uh-huh. it just feels nice. Like, it feels nice to just, like, listen to this universe and be like, huh. Right. Even those people who are, like, perfectly able-bodied, they're fucked in this universe. Like, you're like, you're like, finally, everyone else is getting treated like I get treated. Is that what essentially, it's like, finally. It's like, man. Finally. Man. Oh, nobody has a choice but, like, these, like, level playing ground. Fucking giant yeah. space Nazis. And it's like, huh. I'm just going to enjoy this story about space Nazis versus like space zombies. And they have to like fight to the death. Huh. This is enjoyable to me who could never participate in either. And will just be like immediately consumed as soon as this like becomes a reality. Well, 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 wait, well, let's be honest in this world, every single, you know, the like dude who's listening to this that's like the conservative with who's got like 15 guns on them would just be consumed immediately well, you, like you, a little bitch and cry you know so let's not like you're not let's not wrong, pretend but they're all they're all they're all larping well you, you're larping. not wrong but let's like as a disabled person who gets consumed first thank you very much we are the first people consumed no i think you'd you, because you're smarter than them you would be the last because you would position yourself in a place where you know, eventually you get consumed as we all would, but you know, you'd be in a, you'd be, you know, safely tucked away while the, you know, the other asshole wearing camo is running around with a fucking gun is going to get eaten by a hunt, whatever I, the fuck, you know, did the I ever tell you or whatever. What, do you know what started me on this path to being into 40 K? Someone who what? you like just as tell much me. as I do. And that is Robert Evans who loves this. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. I watched a video where okay. Robert that Evans makes sense. from uh, the amazing podcast Behind the Bastards talked about Warhammer 40k for six hours. Like I was all six hours of him talking about this universe, and uh, yeah, I was hooked. I was hooked. I love this because it's like, huh? I'm dead. I'm dead now. It's like one of those universes where you can just listen to it where you're like. Hmm. I don't exist in this universe. I could just like look up on it and be like, huh, robots fight zombies and ha ha ha, this is funny. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> it, it, it also sort of reminds me of like an incredibly aggro Dune universe yeah. where like everyone is shit too. You know, everyone in power is really just a piece of shit and really everyone is promising that they're going to be good people, but they're all really secretly garbage and looking to abuse other people you know what i mean yeah i 100% know what you mean or become it's like it is very much like a like a it's like an accidentally accurate view of democracy like it's it i feel like like when someone made this universe they're like hmm let's talk about you know what it's like to be a tyrant and blah 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 but it's like 
But in reality, they're like, right. Secretly, you're just told the story of democracy, where it's like people who are like better equipped and like right. are more quote unquote normal who are like deciding the fates of everyone else, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's... <sighs> everyone's secretly a Nazi. You know what that, I mean? Like, that's well, everyone's secretly who wants power. Yes, that is the thing. That is the thing. And I feel like, you know, yeah. had I, you know, had not been disabled to like this universe, it would probably be like a, like, like someone would like lift their eye at me and be like, you like this universe? Like, that's fucked up, right? Where, like, you know, I'm disabled. I'm dead in this universe. Like, I have no, I have no impact towards this universe at all. <laughs> Like, as soon as this world exists where it's, like, we're, like, bioengineering super soldiers, I'm dead. Like, no one is going to keep me around. Like, I am, like, the first person dead. I can just enjoy this universe as, like, huh, so this is what happens when you put space zombies with space Nazis. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> My friend, we're all dead if this universe comes into existence. You know what I mean? Like, the, the you you're know right, what I mean? We're all dead. It, it, it does make know? this universe fun though like where you're kind of just like be like basically like watching a chess match where it's like two pair forces just like collapsing against each other you're like huh i'm actually like my favorite people in this universe are orcs and terminator robot men like that's my favorite men <laughs> it's like yeah i don't right. even feel bad about this like this is enjoyable to uh to kind of listen to an experience Well, you've also, you know, through this process, you know, ensured that I'll never have sex again. So <laughs> that's, um, you know, now that I know, now that I know this much information about 40K, I will die in incel. So, you look, know, look, 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 incels you know, in this universe, like, mm, I love the space wolves. They're someone who I didn't get into right now. They're people <laughs> who ride wolves and fight against the characters of chaos. This is space wolf. I need to get into the various levels of like factions in Warhammer 40k. I just very much did the general overview. And my brain is, you know, yeah, of course your brain point, is pudding. You know, this is what this is what it's like whenever you enter a like a comic book shop or like a hobby shop and you see people playing things you're like not like completely sure what they're playing and you like look at them from a distance and you're like i'm just here to buy the spider-man comic like i don't want to look at what these people are playing they're playing for warhammer for um, excuse me excuse me um uh, you're standing in the way of my miniature battle like okay <laughs> well here's the thing here's the, trying to get a here's comic. The double the double thing that's funny is that like warhammer 40k fans are less obnoxious than quentin tarantino 100%. They're, they're just like, mm, I just want to roll my dice. Can you please get out of my way? And we're like, we're, we're like, we're like mm, do you like this thing? Oh, what did you roll? A 25? You know, on a 26, you can't talk to me. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fuck him. Fuck Rex Pickett. Fuck Quentin Tarantino. I like I I actually like Warhammer 40k. Is I just find it enjoyable to uh, indulge in.
No, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun learning about I think I had no idea about how insane this universe is. Uh, you know, I'm I'm even tempted to maybe dig See, in and read some books, you know, because I feel like there's a lot here that would be fun, fun to read a book I didn't about. Even get into, I don't think I'd sit down uh, and play. But... Uh, the warmongering nuns who have things called like crucifixion machines <laughs> where they have like robots that like are powered by people being crucified in order to be like, I love the God Emperor. Please crucify me for my sins. Can Ken Russell's the devil's forty <laughs> k. It's basically like people. Ken Russell's the devil's powering mechs that like eviscerate people when they do in the armor, and then they're like, I'm here and for flagellations, and yeah. it's like they, they eviscerate yeah. orcs or whatever. And I didn't even talk about the fact. Sweet. Love it. Even back to the fact that the fact that they're dreadnoughts, Fucking... which are like the super high-tech space marines who get like decapitated in war with orcs or whatever or chaos or whatever and they get thrown into a war bo robot bodies where they're basically like i am a terminator now and i guess that's all i have to live for they basically just destroy things as like giant robot okay. bodies yeah they get yeah. robocop listen yeah. listen i would love to get robocops nobody robocops Nobody Hell robocops yeah. anymore. I had someone be like, "Why don't you get a like uh, a chip placed in your brain, and then you'll be happy?" And I'm like, "It's not gonna happen. I'm not yeah. gonna that movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna accept to Elon Musk's like experimentation." <laughs> but as soon as you look at oh, it, like, God, you know Elon that, that Musk chip has be like the most annoying fucking shit ever. <laughs> Can you imagine like, the next time I appear on this? Uh -huh. I actually crypto is like a viable form of uh you know human interaction. Oh god. Can you imagine how many Yes, it would just be him yammering inside your head. How many apes have been killed by the Elon Musk? Like there have been reports. <laughs> a lot. There have been reports that man has killed a lot of monkeys. There have been reports on how many monkeys he's killed, which means he has killed ten times more monkeys that have been reported. <laughs> Like there are like entire that man is entire cultures of of monkeys. <laughs> like, huh? We got two more of the humans that have world peace, and then they, it's just like we're gonna put a fucking shitty. That shitty. man is enacting a monkey genocide every You're single wrong, day. Of his life. And I hope the apes free us from this all. Dude. They rise yeah. up. Yeah, rise of the planet of the apes is against Elon Musk. You know what I mean? They rise up and they fucking murder his ass. <laughs> be you know? like cut to be as a like an observer, be like, good for you, monkeys. Please kill them all. It was crazy. Just one more blockbuster. I recently watched Moonfall. <laughs> fucking and uh, you know, uh, how many like... times in a movie in twenty twenty two? Where and I get he made it before, right? And I never liked Elon Musk, but some people liked Elon Musk before, and he he was. I guess we didn't know the extent of how stupid he was, but like, you know, Sam Tarley's just stopping in the middle of that movie to say he loves Elon Musk like three fucking See, times. That's so fucked to me. I love like Elon. Samuel Tarley. What is like the only character in fiction I can be like? Huh. I relate to that character. 
I didn't understand that character was like, hmm, I don't Musk. So. It is a goddamn crime that Samuel Tarly isn't on the fucking Iron Throne at the end of Game of Thrones, by the way. That that should have been the end of that fucking right? series, by no, the way. No, but like that He's Sam the been... hero, right? He's Sam the slayer. Bran. Bran was put on the fucking Iron Throne by the end of that fucking series. Can you imagine how? Why do you think I came all this way? The worst line in fucking television history. Okay. Bad. I don't care what anyone says. And it for me, it does not. I love Game of Thrones so much; it doesn't ruin the previous seasons. But it's one of the worst seasons. I don't think it's like time in comparison. I think it's like one of those things that like proves Warhammer 40k kind of right in that it's like the shittiest people end up on top. Well, I mean, uh, yes, yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, the problem with Game of Thrones, the series, and we're way off on a tangent at this point, is that, you know, um, basically, I think George is just like, go fuck yourself at some point during that series. Well, and is like, I'm walking away well, and you figure it out on your own. Yeah, because, no, 100 um, percent. You're correct, because like, I don't. George R. R. Martin is like very aware of the pitfalls and traps we fall into in terms of like creating a power structure. That's why he can't finish that show, yeah. like, that book series. Like that's why he can't finish it because he knows. Well, the the way it should end is right. disillusion no. of the power structure. That like, is really how it that's ends, the way that, but that then he actually right? becomes like, like super popular during it, and I, I don't know how it's gonna end. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I think. I really think he's like, you know, he's like, fuck it. Why do I need to finish it? Honestly, like I've come full circle See, on that. Like I used to, I'm a book reader first. I was really mad. And now I'm like, you know what? More. I hope that motherfucker's just sitting by a pool, eating fucking like 50 cakes a day, just getting morbidly, well, morbidly so, more obese, you know, and just like living his fucking life. Fuck all these nerds. That's how I've come full circle. That there is no answer. That's the fucked up. Yeah, well, that's fine. Fuck it. Well, the White see, Walkers the win. Fuck about it. Let's do it. I don't think anyone has the actual answer. Fuck it. The White Walkers win right. is the answer. Fuck it. You're right. Let's do it. You know, and and and, and you know, they probably are living their best. They're probably better than us. You know what yeah, I mean? They're, they're, they're fucking. You know, they just want to fight. Whatever. <laughs> so that's you know that's the that's the hot that's that's my um my final hot take of this series is I hope George never finishes any of the books and he tells you I hope he just gets in front and his little blog and is like you know what fuck you all and just ends the blog forever you know I agree goodbye peace <laughs>